Welcome to the comeback edition of the Relevant Podcast, uh, here for your Friday, March 30th, entertainment. On location. <laughs> by, by popular demand. Yep. The Relevant Podcast is the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is the editorial crew, all safe and sound after the move. Editorial Director Kara Davis. Hello. Managing Editor Adam Smith. Hello. And web content producer, Jesse Carey. Greetings, my friends. Uh, Special podcast today, because we have a live in-studio performance by none other than Matt Wirtz. It's an awesome performance, so definitely stay tuned. In case you didn't notice, we skipped the podcast last week because we were moving. And we've moved our offices to uh, the north side of downtown Orlando, Florida. We are in a new building that's about 9,300 square feet. It's it was big. built in 1953. It is officially 54 years old and showed every bit of those years <laughs> when we took it over. Yes. Um, we've spent the last two weeks uh, painting every surface, building a couple walls. It's, a, it's been an extreme home makeover, <sighs> Except I would it's say. Not a home. Uh, tiling the kitchen. The uh, studio, the new studio, is in a room that... Um, well, I, people, if you li- or people who listened a few weeks ago know that you can actually park on the roof of this building. It's a one-story building. And on the right side of the building is a ramp to go up to the parking deck. And the studio is now underneath that ramp. We yeah. are in a half room uh, or half wall, kind of like a being John Malkovich. Yeah, it's, a, it's very cave-like. It it's, is. I feel as though we're broadcasting live from Mammoth Cave. We uh, on on one side of the room it's a good nine feet. On the other side, it's about nine inches. Mm. Uh, it's a, there are no stalactites. No, but those will develop over time. <laughs> it is a little musty in here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's filled with bats. <laughs> so uh, you know you have to watch your head when you're walking around the new studio. And uh, last night, Flynn and I were here until about 2.30, uh, running wires and hanging the acoustic tiles and moving in, setting everything up. He hit his head at least 20 times. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. He he told us that. And in fact, when we were in here a little earlier, setting some stuff up, he hit his head probably another half dozen times. Yeah. When we first took possession of the building, they had left a lot of stuff behind. I don't know what happened, but they did. And in this room in particular, when we were doing demo and ripping things out, we found a hard hat. Ah. And now I realize that the hard hat wasn't for construction. The hard hat was for people who have <laughs> to be in this normal room. walking yeah, around do, time. Do you guys remember that episode of Arrested Development where uh, George Bluth Sr. is in the attic and he's wearing a towel around yeah. wrapped around his head? Yeah, because he keeps hitting his head. Dude, on they the never pipe. make reference to why he was wearing the towel until one time he turns around and nails his head on a beam in the attic. <laughs> yeah. Then he points to the towel and goes, ah. <laughs> so if we come in and Flynn has a towel wrapped around his head. Maybe we should just have towel, a towel rack right at the door. <laughs> a towel rack. Everybody is the answer. Is there a pool in here? <laughs> no, just low beams. 
<laughs> now, uh, we do have an interesting feature. The office has its own shower. Now, the shower is not in any of the bathrooms. It's in its own room that's just a shower and a sink, and it opens to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I, I actually pulled my desk in there. <laughs> I'm, I've been working from the shower room. Yeah. I, the, I, I cranked up the water really hot in the sink and the shower and had a nice little sauna. Because mm-hmm. it's a very yeah. small room. It takes, there's, there's a lot of mildew. Yeah, it takes about 10 minutes for that baby to get steaming. <laughs> yeah, so. our, our editorial, editorial meeting today, Adam showed up in a robe. Yeah, that's what I do. I, you know, I come in like, hope I didn't miss anything, guys. Just toweling off. Don't yeah. mind me. <laughs> he's got a robe. He's got the paper. Uh, well, you save a lot of time. You know, I get here a lot earlier if I don't have to shower in the morning, if I can just shower in the middle of the day. <laughs> It's true. So, I brought my phone calls. Yeah, I brought my shower caddy. You, you know, you my flip flops, the portable phone. You got mm-hmm. a water yep. resistant phone. Yeah, just so take it's it right like into I'm, the shower. I'm working while I'm showering. Yeah, some people take working lunches. Adam takes working showers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my laptop doesn't. It's, work it's awkward when we have to meet. You know, and yeah, I'm know, like Jesse. Could uh, could you? Uh, I want to talk over some uh, online bonus stuff. If you could just follow me in the shower room, <laughs> I'm just gonna be in here. I can still hear you. Just yell. Uh, could you get that spot? Yeah, <laughs> I can't really reach this part between my shoulder blades. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> it's a little why, too close to why, home. Why rehash it? <laughs> it's uh, the building the editorial finally has its own area now. Uh, in our last building, which was just a warehouse, kind of everybody was dumped into one big room. And it was very frustrating for certain members of the editorial team because, you know, marketing, design, they don't have the discipline that editors have. Yeah. And and so there'd be yelling and shenanigans, and you could just see the frustration building. So now you guys are off, and you have your own world. Yeah, well, we don't care for people. <laughs> Especially Kara laughs, marketing but people. That is true. <laughs> I laugh because it's true. Kara has uh, an office that has doors on both sides of her. <laughs> One of them being French. French it's doors. True. She has interior French doors. <laughs> and, and I don't like, like the French either. And they open to a lake, a beautiful lakefront property out from the French doors. This, this is actually, if you can believe it, a huge upgrade from her last office with the fireplace oh, yeah. and the, oh, the yeah. bearskin rug. Believe and it or not. Everything's actually true now. She has a door behind her, which goes into editorial, actually. And uh, if, if time permitted, I was going to build out an elaborate bookcase on her back wall and make that door a, tr- a trap door, a, a trick door. <laughs> yeah. But um, time didn't permit. That's but, unfortunate. Yeah. And Chandler lacked the carpentry skills that it took to build a secret passage bookcase. So. <laughs> Uh, we're we're trying to you know contract that out well, right we, now. We got everything. We got somebody. this. We got the schematics all all put together for the entire apparatus. Except we couldn't get the tilty book opener. Yeah, oh, you know the, the trick is it requires real magic, yeah, which I, is pretty I, hard to build into the bookshelf. Um, so anyway, that's that's the uh, virtual tour of the new office. We'll. Um, you know, like we kind of mentioned in the past, we are going to have an open house party. We're going to try and plan it in the early summer so people who, uh, you know, if you're in college, you'll be off. You know, you'll be off by then. We're thinking maybe May, mm. late May. Uh, we'll have it up on the roof. We'll have it at a big party and have a band or two or three come down. And it's going. I'll be, be lifted up kicking. via crane at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When do you do? July. Yeah, July 14th. You won't be attending the party. <laughs> if you'd like It'll to take talk me a while Kara, to get up the can, ramp, can, <laughs> yeah, I'll stay at the bottom of the ramp. <laughs> Just show me the you'll, you'll be the hand stamper. <laughs> you give people X's or wristbands. Well, we do have a, a very large dolly, like a hand truck, <laughs> that we could just kind of wheel you up to the roof, or the zip tie. <laughs> That's true. Start out with the lake. Wait, 
How do the, we get? We have to do it like a clothesline yeah. yeah. and pull you up. Yeah, that would be difficult. Considering it's about three miles long. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully a train doesn't come by. Okay. Well, that'll do it for your virtual tour. Here you go with your entertainment releases. Movies coming out today, March 30th. You've got Meet the Robinsons, um, which is actually in 3D, right? Yeah, at some theaters. It, it yeah. is available mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. I, I You know, I like the, the big head little arms line. Yeah. When he was dancing on the commercial, the T-Rex, it was pretty funny. See, that's, that's the one that lost me. As see, soon as he started too. break dancing, I was like, no, I'm not going to see this. Both of us. Yeah. Right there. I was you. like, it was funny to me until you made the T-Rex break dance. Yeah, but h- how many movies have a T-Rex break dancing? Jurassic Park. Well, at least <laughs> one too many now. <laughs> uh, also coming out, The Lookout, starring uh, Jeff Daniels and others. And the kid from uh, The Rock from the Sun. Oh, that's right. That's who this is. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. Oh, he's good. Okay, cool. very good. It's actually got Anyone some buzz. Anyone with three names it's is going to be good. I, you know, I, like, I, I thought, oh, great, this is another Joel one. <laughs> Edward James Olmos. And Tommy Lee Jones. Maria Conchita Alonso. Have you guys seen Rain on Me yet? No. No, is it good? Unbelievable. Really? Unbelievable. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Wow. Unbelievable. Did you see uh, Sandler when he hosted Letterman? No. Not good. Hosted Letterman? Yeah, Whoa. Letterman was sick. And uh, Adam Sandler was supposed to be a guest. And at the last minute, Letterman asked him if he would host. And uh, he was very, very nervous. Did he interview himself? No, he, he interviewed Don Cheadle, actually. And at one point, Don Cheadle, they're, they're apparently really good friends. And at one point, Don Cheadle felt so bad for him, you know, how incredibly nervous he was, that he switched places with him <laughs> and interviewed Adam Sandler. And Don Cheadle was way better at it. Oh. So, I think Don, but I, I felt bad for Adam Sandler. I mean, he, he did a good enough job. With what he had to work with. He was just very nervous. But I feel there like, are no expectations, though, if you're in a position like that. Well, yeah, you've got, like, what, six hours prep time? I mean, oh, if that, Letterman's yeah. sick today. If that, will yeah, you do Letterman this? actually came in with the intention of doing the show and had to go home. Wow. So who knows how much prep time he had. Could yeah. have been very little. Wow. So you said the movie was really good, though. It was incredible. Because I saw it last night. It was unbelievable. I. It's one of those things where I feel like... With it, the same thing kind of happened with Stranger Than Fiction, which is a great movie, but it didn't. It hasn't been like it didn't open well. Uh, Rain on me, and I feel like a lot of people write off the comedians. Yeah, honestly, I think I, this is just. It's going to be a, a cult classic. It's it's going to be one that people will own. You know, you see movies sometimes mm-hmm. that you're like. I'm going to own that yeah. movie. I need to own that movie. Yeah. And that this is one of those. It was well, unbelievable. Like Talladega a- Nights. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, it, it had such a tough lineup to go against. It went up against uh, 300, which is still doing well, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and Mark Wahlburn shooter, you know? Yeah, which I heard wasn't that great. Yeah. Well, I mean, just the trailer told you that. <laughs> la- la- I couldn't believe it. Last Friday night, people were like, hey, we're going to the movies. You want to come? I, was, I had to work here you know, we're still moving that day. But uh, it's like, well, I assumed they were going to see Rain on Me. I mean, I assume that's the only movie I wanted uh-huh. to see. And they're like, no, we're going to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> see, that's what I, like, honestly... 15 people. Like, we're going to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Honestly, Turtle. that's the one that's that not I surprising. Probably, Just because there's so much nostalgia. I was a huge Turtles fan. All right. Also coming out, Blades of Glory. Finally. <laughs> Will Ferrell and John Heater. Of course, we covered this territory months ago. Yeah. Yeah, we did. The actual Blades of Glory is in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it that Will Arnett is sharing the screen with Will Ferrell. Okay, so here's my problem with Blades of Glory. I haven't seen it, but imagine this. Instead of John Heater, 
Andy Samberg from SNL. Oh, wow. You've got yourself a movie right That's there. what I'm talking about. Will Ferrell and Man. Andy Samberg, that I would yeah. see. John Heater, I, the poor man's Andy Samberg. He is. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been consistently unimpressed with yeah. John Heater since Napoleon Dynamite, because that seems to have been his only character. And uh, I, I was hoping that this is, this is going to be the movie where he lifts himself out of that. However... Rather than give him that shot at proving his range, I'd rather just see Andy Samberg. I agree. Andy Samberg would have brought buzz and credibility to this Well, here's the thing. I think, though, at least, I I feel like a lot of people have that expectation, like, oh, he's going to be kind of playing the straight man. At least we can let Will Ferrell do his thing in a role that looks like, you know, as absurd as Ron Burgundy, you know? Have you heard about the movie Shooting Now? He should have yes. a basketball movie yes. about the glory days of the ABA yeah. <laughs> in the 70s. He's got this huge curly fro. That's awesome. He so played, all the interviews he's doing for this movie, he just looks ridiculous. He was plays he on a, Sports Center or something? Yeah. 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 I, I saw it on Sunday night. It was one of the funniest interviews. He did the Harry Carey. He did everything. They started That's screaming awesome. at each other. It was the most bizarre and hilarious interview <laughs> I've ever seen. With he plays um, a player coach, which I think that concept is <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> you know? Especially on a basketball team. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Magic Johnson did it with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And what, not, Bill Russell? Not so well. <laughs> not so well. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Bill Russell a player yeah, coach? Yeah, he was, I believe. Was he? Wasn't he? he? He led him to like two championships. Wow. But that's funny because it's like, if you're a player coach, you, you know, that's like sacred, you know, Magic Johnson, Bill Russell, Will Ferrell. Pete Rose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what makes Will, Car- Car- Will Ferrell's character so funny in this movie. Will Carey? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's your that's, name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, coming out, uh, albums coming out on Tuesday, April 3rd. We have Fountains of Wayne with Traffic and Weather. Two things I don't like very much. Traffic and weather, or fountains, <laughs> or fountains and Wayne. Uh, <laughs> weather in general, bad four, or yeah. four things I, I don't like, like very much. Weather, Kings of Leon with because of the times. I just read a feature on Kings of Leon in the That's upcoming, upcoming issue huh. of Relevant Magazine. It's going to print tomorrow. Maximo Park with our earthly pleasures. Academy is I like them with Santi. Uh, the almost with Southern weather. Another weather one. <laughs> wow. Good Cape, Where Cape Fly, The Chronicles of a Bohemian Teenager. That's... Again? That's been out for well, a year. Well, I wonder... Is, I believe it was an import up till now, though, wasn't it? Was? Well, this is on Atlantic, so I guess... Yeah, it, maybe this is a U.S. release. <laughs> I've had it for a year. You may have bought it as an import. Because hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure that it, it was indeed. The Chariot with the Fiancé, but it's the one with two E's, so the girl... Mm. The This Beautiful Republic with Even Heroes Need a Parachute and Further Seems Forever with The Final Curtain. Maybe it is their final the curtain. Final the final curtain. This entertainment releases up next, Slices. You're listening to Aqueduct. The song is called "Living a Lie." It's Adam Smith's theme song. It's true. Playing right, right now over at Relevant. 
relevant.tv. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard the featured video from Relevant TV this week, Kings of Leon with On Call. Okay, uh, now we're going to do slices, but we're sitting in a different order. <laughs> and so we're going to switch it up. I'm so terrified. here with slices is Adam Smith. What? <laughs> so uh, Scott Weiss, you may have heard of this guy. He uh, he lives outside Decatur, Illinois. He describes himself as an enormous Bears fan. Not that he's enormous, <laughs> <laughs> but that he's an enormous fan of the Bears. <laughs> well, he actually calls himself a diehard Bears fan. Yeah, not Bears that, not that he's Bruce Willis. Yeah. But coincidentally, the, he is enormous. Yeah, he actually is. He's massive. a diehard fan who's incredibly yeah. obese. <laughs> a diehard enormous Bears. Fan. Yeah, he's a, he's an enormous uh, Bear fan. He he's, he's, so he's enormous, but he just kind of likes the Bears. Uh, he made a bet back before the Super Bowl that if the Colts won the Super Bowl, he would legally change his name to Peyton Manning. Right. So he's actually been told by uh, the circuit court judge that he went before to change his name that he can't do it. That changing his name is too confusing and it risks infringing on the privacy of the football player, Peyton Manning. He told the judge he's not doing it because he wants to, but because he's honoring a bet. But uh, <laughs> he certainly okay. doesn't. Yeah. He certainly doesn't intend to appeal the judge's decision. So he dodged a bullet there. Yeah, I, see, which is hard to do when you're enormous. Oh. <laughs> see, here's the thing. He dies very hard, so I, the bullet wouldn't have done much. I, yeah. I want to read between the lines of this story a little because one, why would the judge care? You can change. I thought legally you can do whatever you want. You can change your there name. There are probably other Peyton Mannings out there in the world. There have to be. Well, and and I, and I I'm thinking that the guy was like, listen, judge. I made a huge, I made a huge mistake. Like I lost this bet. You know, I got all this. Ne- I was on ESPN. They were making fun really? of me because I was going to have to change my name. This is my last effort. He's you throwing me himself out of on the mercy of the court. Yeah, and the judge was like, "Wink, wink. Okay, we'll come up with some copyright thing." You know, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> some something called a copyright. I'm doing well, I don't know if any player was going to have his name copyrighted. It probably would be Peyton Manning. It'd be yeah. trademark guys, not copyrighted. Hmm. Well, Peyton Manning would have his copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Manning here. Oh. <laughs> Laser rocket arm. Copyright. Okay. He was the host on SNL this last weekend, and it was very good. See, okay, really? I read there was a there's a hilarious column on page two, ESPN.com. Phil Simmons. Yeah, that talked about how people are not wanting to but they're liking Peyton Manning now. Mm-hmm. That he was funny on SNL. He was good. He's a funny guy. The, He's a likable guy. The uh, fake commercial after the opening monologue. First of all, the monologue was funny. Hmm. And then the fake commercial was uproariously funny. Really? I mean, I pl- I got home that night. I was at the office working, you know, working here on the building. I probably got home about three in the morning that night. There's a Ma- theme here. Maya was up. <laughs> and I'm like, you because there's a TV here. I actually saw it while I was painting. I was like, "You have got," and we I knew we TV'd it. So I was like, "You have got to watch this commercial." So I pulled it up. She was screaming with laughter <laughs> in the middle of the night. I mean, screaming. It was hilarious. Well, see, the, the the column said that you know because all these people are liking Peyton Manning, and he's so you know he's a Manning that they, they're, they're not going to start to dislike him again. They're just going to take it all out on Eli. because they, <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, in fact, so much rage is going to be backfired on, back onto Eli that we almost feel bad for him. And then we're like, but not really. <laughs> because he's Eli Manning. That's funny. <laughs> Poor kid. It's yeah. like the um, Ashley Simpson. 
<laughs> but then she kind of people started to like her and because she Jessica. had all that yeah. bizarre plastic surgery. So yes. is that coming up for uh, Eli? Yes. <laughs> Eli is a diva. Um, so who's next on in this uh, new Kara. new order? Well, earlier this week, a group of young um, Muslim women from a religious school in Pakistan took over a, a brothel and shut it down and took the the owner, her daughter, and her daughter-in-law and her, and her daughter-in-law captive and said they had a right to, to end the immoral activity under Islamic law. And at first, the police were hesitant to like intervene in this situation. Wow. And then they, then they registered a, a case and arrested two of the female teachers of the school. But then the students kidnapped two policemen what? from a nearby <laughs> patrol. And they let them like keep their cell phones and stuff. And so people have talked to the policemen saying they're not, they're not being um, mistreated or anything. But I guess there's been a lot of trouble from this school. I guess they call them med- medrasas. And um, they are, you know... Uh, they want video store owners to shut down anything that they, um, you know, deem immoral under Islamic law. They're just out to, like, shut everybody down. And uh, prostitution is widespread in Pakistan, but it is illegal. But um, so I'm I'm pretty sure so is kidnapping. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not for brothels. Yeah, where does that but, fall under Islamic law? Vigilante justice, you know, Guys, slippery we, slope. We need to let those two cops go. We do. The ones in the back. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. We've, Game's we've, over. We've had See them long enough. Guys, let's let's just kind of all laugh this off. as, <laughs> yeah. as a big, big, I mean, come on. screwball mistake. Big yeah. difference. We took their cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. That's just stupid to leave them their cell phones. Yeah. Maybe these girls lost a bet at the school. <laughs> yeah. It was Except they're the probably judge not the wouldn't let kind. them change their name to Peyton Manning. So <laughs> the second part of the bet <laughs> was <Yeah>. abduction. <laughs> The school's yeah, name was Comedy Indianapolis brothel. Colts. <laughs> <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts is causing all this trouble. There's a picture of you know of the women from a. I don't know if it's those women, uh, but they're all in the burkas and everything, and mm. they have sticks. Sticks. <laughs> there are these is that how they? Sticks. It seems like I if I like, how they kidnap the cops. I don't know. <laughs> Come with us now, or, or we will beat you with our sticks. Yeah. <laughs> the men I probably aren't allowed to welt. touch the women or something, so they're forced to do whatever. As they're they being tell them. beaten with twigs. Well, a Boston University professor, his name is Stephen Prothero. Uh, he he wrote a book called Religious Literacy: What Every American Needs to Know and Doesn't. And basically, um, he's been on the Daily Show. He's contributed to the current cover story of Time Magazine about religion. So he he's done a lot of research about um, people in, in the United States and their knowledge of religion. And, and he's, he's going to be in the July August issue of Relevant. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He is. Um, he had and, a cool book a couple of years back called American Jesus, How the Son of God Became the National Icon. icon. Absolutely. Great book. I read two-thirds of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he says that most Americans can't even uh, identify one in four of the Gospels. But a new study in Alabama has showed that <laughs> Alabamians, is that how we say it? Is it an Alabama? That's how Alabama-i. we will say it. Um, <laughs> most of them... I think uh, it's the Alabama, isn't it? And, the the Alabama like the Aborigine right it's the Alabamians yeah Alabamians call them the Alabamians the Alabamians uh, most Alabamians can name uh, 
the Gospels. And they also gave, they, they were so curious about how smart these Alabamies were about the Bible <laughs> that they did this survey and like they were getting like huge numbers, like 70% were getting these Bible trivia questions right. And, you know, one of them, um, you know, political scientist and a director of the polling group said they don't call the Bible Belt for nothing. So apparently, Alabamians are... The are Alabami. 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 Um, the Alabami people are, have, have some sufficient Bible knowledge. But if you, if you quiz them on world religion, they probably would not do as well. It's probably true. Yeah. Um, are, we, are we just assuming things about the Alabami? I am. Okay. Um, Because Stephen's kind of thrust of his book is that, I mean, we need to be knowledgeable about religion in general. And, you know, obviously for Christians, a good place to start would be our own religion. But (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so does he advocate just getting educated on major world religions? No, I mean, he's talking about the the Mm socio-political implications of... You know, you even have politicians in office who who kind of are are touting, uh, you know, their decisions in the name of faith, or and they sometimes they don't really know what they're talking about. Or the uh, the quiz that he gives out, or some of the questions he asks, that it does deal with uh, a lot of the major world re- religions. Um, what's the Hindu sacred text, and uh, what are the four pillars of? Buddhism or something. See, and then you the four pillars of Islam. Well, there's the five pillars of Islam. That's right, and that's the four. I, I can't fail. remember what it is with Buddhism. I, I find it. I find it um, just because of the historical context of Christianity and, and this country that interesting that most can't even name one out of the four Gospels. We should get Stephen on the phone because he has some really interesting things to say about this topic. Let's call and, him now. Uh, let's, let's do it next week. Okay. I like it. Because he, I mean, he goes into the history of like, you know, when did this happen in society that we became so religiously illiterate? And he's like, it wasn't in the 60s or or when prayer was taken out of school or whatever. It happened long before that. And he kind of looks at the context of that. And it's not just learning about religion for the sake of religion. It's learning other cultures. Um, And obviously, that's important if you're going to live in a society among other cultures. Um, I have one more, but it's, it's heavy. I thought that was the heavy one. No. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that was the, the meaty one? one. That was the funny one. Oh no, because well, Alabamians. It's <laughs> <laughs> about wrong yeah, religion. Mine was super serious, and it turned into a big joke. <laughs> no, I, that's heavy enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like getting double meat on your sub. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like penguins getting run over. You know? Oh. Yeah. Speaking that's that's like I mean, I can I can get I'm sure, you know. Don't you subscribe to the Weekly World News? You <laughs> talk to, about Planet Earth. You're about to speak yeah. of penguins. Yeah, that, I I watched uh two parts of Planet Earth last night. I watched it parts of it last phenomenal. night. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. That's not I heard it was a little boring. Nope. <laughs> boring. <laughs> no. I didn't no, find I it boring at all. Phil. And let me say, I knew it was going to be good. But it is narrated by Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Bravo. Okay. It is. I knew I was in for a treat, but I didn't know it was going to be sheer ecstasy. As I listened to the velvety smooth voice of Sigourney Weaver. Now, thank you. Ha- having not seen um, any of the show, 
I want to speak with some authority here <laughs> and say that Wild Boys is probably still better. Oh, no. <laughs> Not oh, true. No. Not true. It, Sarah, what, what was your opinion? Because you watched them. I did. Wild I, Boys? <laughs> no, I didn't watch that one. But I did watch last night, and uh, it was thoroughly interesting. Yeah, I thought it was really fascinating. It's so beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's breathtaking. And I like that. Film. I like that they tell you why certain shots or scenes are so significant. Like this right. is the first time. Yeah, that like such the and such the caribou uh, yeah. migrating. My goodness! Like it's this herd of millions of caribou, and I mean it stretches across miles. millions. It's it's Come literally. They said it was. A, what what was the number? I don't know. It was remember. well over a million. 433. No, it was well over a million caribou. <laughs> they used a blue screen. That migrate. Yeah. That do this migration. Now, now did, did a guy like run out of the bushes and try to ride one? <laughs> <laughs> because, because, okay. I don't, I don't want to go into a whole other conversation, but no, you know you're don't. wanting that to happen. No. Jesse, well, I, I cut not. most of it out of Did the Did you see the podcast. baboons trying to walk through the water? Yes. It was the funniest thing that I've ever so seen. You know what would have been more funny? <laughs> if someone if was poking them out. with sticks. <laughs> if a guy ran out and wrestled one. Wrestled. <laughs> wrestled. Well, That's how they say no, in Alabama. I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. They talk about the number of caribou, and it's well over a million. It's in the millions of caribou that are migrating all at the same time. Sounds like we have too many caribou in the world and we need to thin we out the population yeah. a little. But uh, it, <laughs> it pulls out, the shot out pulls out to you know thousands of feet above these caribou and they are covering like miles, like this massive herd. And it, Where it is, is this? Um, it's Dayton, in northern, Ohio? Northern, yeah. yeah, it's actually in Alabama. downtown <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> um, no, it's in northern Canada oh. where no one lives. Hmm. So is that is that it for slices? Gotta say, guys, you're a little out of practice. Well, it's been a week. We're, we're What's rusty. your slice? I just comment on y'all's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I catch uh-huh. up on my reading while you're doing. I slices. feel that you may be a little out of practice in commenting on our slices. <laughs> See, that I brought, was the difference. I brought heavier ones because I was thinking, like, uh, you know, there's no, um, you know, interview because it's banned. But we've it's been gone words. for a week. We need gut busting hilarity. Yeah. We're done with slices, so next up, Matt Words. My girl says that she's leaving. Hearts in open season. Honey, she's at 11 p.m. My friends don't barely respect me in the drug. Having makes you think they like to get me. You're listening to the Sweet Home Wreckers. The song is Wild America. I love that video. I need to check it out if you haven't. Some good dancing. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's a roll down the windows, sunny day. Put on your dancing shoes. Yep. But please refrain from using them while driving. So recently, Matt Wirtz was uh, in the Relevant Studios. He has a new album that just came out on February 27th, actually, called Everything In Between. And uh, you need to go check that out. It's available in stores everywhere. You can check Matt out at mattwertz.com. It's W-E-R-T-Z, mattwertz.com. And here is Matt Wertz. Well, this is uh, Matt Wertz and the Brad Long. You can say, you can say hello. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, uh, this song's called The Way I Feel, and uh, I wrote this the day after... Um, a first date and it was great and uh and it seemed like it seemed like the day the day before the date it was winter and then 
the day it happened, and then it turned into spring. And it was just like everything was magical. <laughs> Three, four. I could talk until my face turns blue. Just going on about what I wanna do with you. I'm just so tired of being alone. Yeah, babe. Well, you say we just get out of here Just hop into my car and disappear I know, you know What's going on, yeah, yeah Oh, yeah Girl before has fled the scene I guess we'll wait and see Yeah, yeah, yeah They say this happens near the every day Oh yeah, it happens every day, baby But not to me And that is why I wanna say Snaps. Uh, this song's called Carolina. Ready? <laughs> One, two, three, four. It's in January, everything's ordinary. You're unlike anything I see. Is it how 
I really feel Or just another heart to steal To view the song that's underneath Carolina You will have to forgive me Carolina This is just my tendency Forgive me Thoughts on what's ahead Asking what if and why not And who's to say it And all I really know of you Is you're just as lonely too It's desperate hearts or hearts That need someone Carolina You will have to forgive me Carolina My sentence Yeah, there's sometimes And I'm sure that you'll find That's not how I wanna live my life I wanna be sure But don't know how to How I try Carolina You will have to forgive me Carolina This is just my sentence shorts today which is most most musicians or anyone that try is trying to look cool they won't wear shorts uh so i'm trying to i'm trying to change the tide i, I i'm showing off my full my, my white legs in, in their full glory so i should we should do a show in shorts we were talking about it we, we stopped at chick-fil-a earlier that's a plug true it hook us up um that we should we should all get some like seersucker shorts and then then each buddy each person in the band gets a different color of polo you know and so it's kind of like a boys to men kind of thing. See, I miss that seersucker. Thing. Oh really? Yeah. Like you, I think you'd be like the purple polo guy. Sweet. No, I mean, but that would be like our that would be our thing, you know? Like have every you seen, show. Yeah, every show. Same pair. Same pair. We'd have to get like multiple pairs of the same things because we sweat them out every night. Um. Back to music, because that's what we do. Uh, this song's called 519, and uh, I, I wrote a song called 519, and this is it. I'd be lying through my teeth if I told you 
that I'm okay Just like him, I thought I had it all together Till you said I need some space Truth be told, it's so hard to wait With one eye on the clock and one on the phone It's 519, I'm feeling alone And if I could talk to you, I don't want you to know I'm holding loose, and ain't that in Both know that I could think myself dizzy. Right now I'm spinning around. Yeah, yeah. But you said, baby, don't worry. But I just miss you right now. I said I miss you right now. With one eye on the clock and one on the phone. It's five nineteen. I'm feeling alone. If I could talk to you, I don't want you to know I'm holding loose, ain't that it go? I'm feeling alone And if I could talk to you I don't want you to know I'm holding loose Ain't that it go One eye on the thumb And one on the phone It's five nothing And I'm feeling alone And if I could talk to you And I don't want you to know I'm holding loose Ain't that Listening to Lily Allen. The song is Littlest Things. That's explicit. What's her album is? Oh well, this song is about remorse over a broken relationship. And I love her music. It fell Just apart. Bad words. Not in the video. We checked. Okay. Uh, so anyway, this playing right now over at Relevant TV. We might have missed one. So if you want to hear bad words, go watch. Yeah. If, you, if you'd <laughs> like to listen to it meticulously and then write in and. Be mad at us. Please don't. Yeah. We, uh, we really appreciate we that. We don't pay attention to those emails. <laughs> <laughs> we put them in Easter eggs. Yeah. We line our trash cans with them. Oh, are we going to do the Easter egg thing? Yeah, we need to announce it if we are. Today? Because Easter is Sunday. No, it's not. It's I not this Sunday. That. It's the next one. It's the next Sunday. Oh, okay. So it's we're okay. Yeah. 
It's okay. We'll do it the next <laughs> Can time. Can we just tease, like, hey, we may or may not have a secret awesome contest? We are going to have a secret day. awesome contest. Okay. Oh, I guess that's relevant. So that's an may. update. That's, that's an relevant update. update. Okay. So what if I accidentally wear my Easter dress this Sunday? <laughs> you will that look fantastic. Will be, that'll be embarrassing. <laughs> Goodness gracious, you'll never be able to go back to that church. You'll, you'll have to shop at Burlington Co. Factory and, get, like, and get another one. Kara, why are you wearing a bonnet? <laughs> Easter is next Sunday. Yeah. Wah, my wah. penny loafers and my yellow sweater vest. You know, like, hello. Oh, crap. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> But my pleated khakis, <laughs> greased parted hair, seersucker <laughs> suit. Yeah. Seersuckers. Oh no! <laughs> Curses! Oh, no. <laughs> ah, raspberries. <laughs> yeah, you, you would say that if you were wearing seersucker. Yeah, I imagined him in a seersucker suit with a straw hat and a bow tie. <laughs> ah, raspberries! And he punches through a straw hat. <laughs> <laughs> wah 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 wah! Alfalfa. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying somebody very specific in your head. It must have been alpha. Uh, yeah, I think we've all been there and gotten the old Easter Sunday wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Is there anything worse? <laughs> I, um, I just picked up a stack of uh, the feedback, because this is the feedback section, and I was going to read the first one silently to myself to remind myself what the question was. Here's what I read. <laughs> this recipe is great for the church potluck. <laughs> what? Every congregation has a crazy cat lady who would love it. That's the email that I just read from Glenn. Darcy. Is that all oh, it says? Oh, and that That's email is... No, no, no. The recipe and the photos are disgusting. It's a recipe for... It's called kitty litter cake. Yeah, it looks like a a box of kitty litter with poop in it. But it, everything in it is edible. What, yeah, what, what, the, the question was a favorite song of all time. Yeah, why... He just randomly wrote in yeah. a recipe that cat lady said yours would like. <laughs> now, okay, here's the thing about the, the question of the week. You know, usually the question of the week uh, spur is, is either timed to a current event or is spurred from a conversation that happens earlier in the podcast. What was unusual about that podcast was we recorded two and a half hours. We only ran 60. And all of the conversation about our reminiscing about our favorite songs growing up and stuff was cut from the podcast. Oh. So here we are like with absolutely no context for what's your favorite song growing up. <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> two weeks later. Well, there's no context. So I'm telling you now, the context was we had that conversation for about an hour and I had to cut it out. So, so maybe we should go ahead and have it for another hour. <laughs> so the question is, you know, what's your favorite song of all time and why? Colleen from Somerset, New Jersey says, Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Boo. What? Boo. Boo. That's a great song. It's no better than Colors. It's a great school dance song. She said she remembers seeing her video for the first time, how she thought that she was the coolest ever. She wanted to have her hair cut like her, dress like her. How old is this But alas, Suburbia wouldn't have it. What what happened to Cindy Lauper? Um, I believe she's playing county fairs. She she had a brief uh, stint on Mad About You. Did you know that? No, I did not. I... Catch it in uh, reruns every once in a while. Mad about you. What happened to anyone on Mad About You? What happened to Helen Hunt or Paul Reiser? Paul Reiser. See, I, I don't even uh, you know what I don't know what context the conversation about Billy Crystal was left in, but the same thing happens in my mind Nothing. with Paul Reiser. It 
Like Paul Reiser was. <laughs> Did you was, cut all that? It, Paul, it's totally gone. Billy Crystal does not exist. Well, okay. Well, Paul Reiser, I felt like it's pretty funny, you know. And didn't he have a couple movies too couple at the time? Aliens. Paul Reiser. <laughs> he he was a couple alien. books. He was an alien. Was he really? I never seen Aliens. See how does how does guys like that their career just vanish? <laughs> You just have the same conversation. You replace an actor's name. It's true, <laughs> though. It Tim Paul Reiser's name Crystal. used to be in Lights. When you, when you have again? absolute millions and millions and millions of dollars, and you've had, you know, you've accomplished everything you wanted to do. Which, of course, for Paul Reiser, was mad about you. <laughs> when he writes, he produces. I don't know. I just think he just curious. moves on. Cash the industry away. isn't big enough for everybody. Yeah. And not Cindy Lauper. There are seasons. Apparently. Yeah. Well, time, time after time. After time. <laughs> <laughs> we she saw play it coming. That song? Yeah. Why do we need to play it? We just sang it. Oh, okay. Good point. <laughs> yes. Instead of playing these songs, we will sing them. Yes, we will <laughs> sing them. One of us will sing a bar from each of these songs. Um, there's some of these that we might not know. Well, I know then this they're one. not the greatest song wait, of all time. Wait, what if we make it up <laughs> instead? Perfectly acceptable. Because Jeff here, he left the lyrics to his favorite song that's by David Gray, This Year's Love. Would you, I can read it dramatically. No, you need to sing it. Spoken it. word. David Gray. Beatbox. This Year's Love had better last. Heaven knows this it's high time. This Year's Love. That's, <laughs> that's a good I'm David Gray voice. Is it the love? <laughs> <laughs> and I've been waiting on my own too long. <laughs> Somebody on a treadmill just (laughs) fell off and (laughs) fell asleep. Yeah. But when you hold me like you do, it feels so right. Jesse, you're creeping every male listener. That that voice is like the it's like the audio equivalent of a dozen sleeping pills. Okay, so uh Megan Sanders, uh she says that her favorite uh she says I have many favorite songs, but I gotta choose this one. As my absolute fave, it's a song called <laughs> Rock Fist by Thousand Foot Crutch. It and goes like this. It, a it goes melter? a little bit like this. Rock Fist! Rock Fist! <laughs> you can't resist! The Rock Fist! Rock Fist! There's a little Harry Carey in that. <laughs> yeah. No song goes like that. No, that's how it goes. So you name the song. We'll sing right. it. And sing it um, as someone else, yeah, though. Ben, ben Carson said that. Well, before you go into Ben Carson's song, he wants to put a little context to why his all-time favorite song is Everything I Do, I Do It For You by oh, Brian Adams. No. Uh, he said, hear me before you judge me. His <laughs> elementary, <laughs> too late. His <laughs> elementary school girlfriend bought him the cassette single for Valentine's Day present. So, it, you know, it has some sentimental uh, value to it. So... <laughs> I don't really remember that song. Do you, Adam? Um, I believe I, I do remember the Neil Diamond cover of that song. Oh, how does that go? And it went a little You're something kidding. like, You know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. I believe wow. that's how it went. Jesse, good. didn't Scott Stapp cover that song too? Um, on a, It was a B-side. <laughs> how, did, how did it go? I believe it went... Everything I do, <laughs> I do it for you. Your breathing is creeping me. <laughs> I don't know. Shocking. Didn't the guy from Audio Didn't the guy from Audio Adrenaline come that? How how would that have gone? I wonder. Everything I do, yeah. <laughs> I do it for 
Jesus. <laughs> he lives in a big house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I went up so high. You <laughs> should come down. <laughs> Meet in the middle. Uh, Jennifer Hoosier from China. She uh, should really be from Indiana, don't you think? But yeah. she's from China. Okay. Uh, she actually wrote in and said her song is Wonderwall by Oasis. That's a good one. Are you going to play it? Uh, Kara, I believe, has this one. Wacky Wonder Wall. <laughs> <laughs> that is, if I remember, it's that's, like how, a it, that's how it went. Yeah, kind of thing. I remember that. Yeah, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. It yes. covered Wacky Wonder Wall. Wacky Wonder Wall. <laughs> Fun for all, Wacky Wonder Wall. Mike Miller wrote in and said that... Uh, the first uh, CD that he put into a CD, when he first got a CD player in his car, was live throwing copper, and the first song was uh, "The Dam at Otter Creek." Mm-hmm. However, what's interesting about this is he spells it <laughs> D A M N. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the um, swear word is that at right. Creek. No, it's not accurate. It's the oh. Dam at Otter Creek. Dams are D A M. Um, you want to hear I, a really? I funny believe joke? I remember that one. How how does that one go again? I forget. I believe it, it went. Uh, don't go down to the dam at Otter Creek, cause that's a dam that's got a big old leak. <laughs> Something like that is how it went. Why do you close your eyes when you sing? Because I'm <laughs> so I'm so in the moment. Look Kara. at our faces. <laughs> I'm I'm in the moment. Why why do you? Uh, it's as your... though I'm in front of an arena of people. <laughs> why do you let your robe open a little too much <laughs> when you sing? Because I want you to see my medallions. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 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 Uncomfortably. <laughs> Did you guys see the the warning that Lisette uh, Grulke sent in? to us about trains this is very no. serious yes, yes I, I did, did. she I said did see um, that. I uh, she wanted to alert us to a vastly unknown danger that trains pose in light of our recent fun throwing things in trains <laughs> for, the, for those of you who don't know uh, train tracks uh, a very large very busy train track uh, is a approximately six to eight inches outside our back door. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's right there. If the train rocks a little, it actually throws sparks off the side of our building. It's right behind the building. And uh, Adam has been known to throw things underneath it. We On don't occasion. Need to, or we don't or need to run up that. to run up to it and stick a stick under it. Like <laughs> I, I was really or afraid. Slap it. We already went through this. All right, here we go. So she wrote in, she said she was working at the least logically planned summer camp in the universe um, <laughs> last year. She says there's a busy county road, a major river, and an often used railroad running through the camp. What? <laughs> Campers as young as five fun, must kids. cross all of them multiple times every day. It's an obstacle course. Yeah. Um, I learned that the speed at which trains move causes a suck zone. The yeah, sometimes we call the studio the suck zone. <laughs> <laughs> the official term used by the railroad officials uh, around the train track. Even a slow-moving or relatively slow-moving train has the power to suck a person underneath it if said person is standing too close. Now, here's the technical stipulations. For a person weighing less than 75 pounds, the suck zone is six feet on each side of the train. Wow. For a person weighing less than 100 pounds, it's two and a half feet. This uh, gets dangerous when you're throwing stuff under the train and have to stand close. I- 
we are in no danger whatsoever no, because I, none of, nobody here is under 100 I go pounds. about a deuce 10. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the suck zone for me is actually under the train. Yeah. It's four centimeters. Yeah. Four centimeters from the train. Yeah. I'm doing fine. So, Adam, I want you to keep a good fingers Adam has his own suck zone. Can't get too close to Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so Small she animals said, I'm, with I'm flying a, squirrels I'm a large, fast-moving vehicle. <laughs> okay. So Lizette metz said, if we have any children or very small staff members, please alert them to this danger of trains. I, I'm so glad we got this email because I would like to debunk something that I saw on Mythbusters. Mm. They, the suck zone? Yes. They, really? They made a, a mannequin. Um, they of, do of like, a, like a human... Seventy-five-pound mannequin. Um, I can't remember the weight, but in order for this guy to get sucked under the oh, and the, next to the mannequin was a baby carriage with a baby in it, like okay. like a stroller. Okay, and they put it next to the train. Was the man also in the baby carriage <laughs> um, for one of the experiments? Okay. That was unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> It's called lunch. Yeah. It, it was actually can a man get in a baby stroller? It was, it was a episode busted. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a very good episode. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they ran out of ideas. They're really, it's, it's, they're really scraping bottom now. This is even a myth. This is like yeah. the relevant podcast. Can someone get in a baby couch? <laughs> yeah. It took the entire hour too. <laughs> They drew up lots of unnecessary charts and scenarios. Pulleys. <laughs> yeah. Zip lines. There was what? pyrotechnics, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they so, put him next to the train. So, you know, they, and they had they had the cooperation of a of a actual train conductor and all the jazz. It's good you know. they cooperated. Well, they because they wanted to conduct Last thing this. one is a renegade train conductor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like they just ran out next to some train tracks with a baby stroller. <laughs> <laughs> and watch and watch the conductor just like well, drive busted, by and but horror. My yeah. gosh, that was gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I really think we freaked that conductor out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hop in the stroller. April yeah. Fools. Yeah. No, so you know, so anyway, they could conduct the spe- experiment at, you know, several different times with the mannequin getting closer and closer to the train right. and then the stroller getting closer and closer to the train. And in order for the for the suck zone to actually work, I mean, the, uh, the, even they had the train cooking. They moved it back miles so it could get full steam. The worst it could do is, is push the guy a little. It, there's no way he could get sucked what under. What about the baby? The baby never got... The baby got sucked under from like 10 feet away. <laughs> no. The baby did The baby just flew toward the train. <laughs> yeah. The baby just saw it coming and just... <laughs> the, the guy jumped in his stroller. The baby's um, like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, in order for the baby stroller, it, it never got sucked under. It got... At one time, it got like blown over when they had it inches from the train. So the suck zone is pretty much a myth. There, there's no way, even... So we are now officially stamping this podcast a no-suck zone. Yep. <laughs> yeah, myth busted. All right. Uh, that was sent in uh, by Lisette Metz-Grulke, uh, who has way too many consonants in her name. So 
Thanks for sending in a lie. <laughs> Thanks for por- promoting no, a myth. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. But you can let the no, kids not. know they can play as close to the train <laughs> as they would like. You get right up there and you touch that thing. If you have, <laughs> you throw if you that have cake any under. courage at all. Yeah, you throw that ice cream cake under there. Hold on a second. Blair Clarkson wrote in and said, uh, Dear Relevant Podcast, what was the song on the February 23rd podcast played between Slices and Don Miller interview? I don't know. I just wonder. Yeah. I'm sure. I have absolutely no Describe idea. it. Sing really, it to us. Really couldn't tell you. If you could write back with the lyrics, I yeah. might be able to help you. Okay. And if it was a male believe, or female voice, yeah, I believe it was, what age? Uh, I think it was the Dam at Otter Creek. And actually, if you could just look up the song title, that would help me a lot. <laughs> look for key phrases in the lyrics. Yeah. And then yeah. send that People, to if us. You don't know, if you don't know, this is how you figure out what you're listening to. You, if you know a, a key phrase, like four or five words, just Google it. Like time after time. It will inevitably pop up mm. on some lyrics website. You'll find it very easily. So there you go. Little tip, little tip of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> the song the finding trade. Yeah. Lon wrote in and said, um, I was searching the net a few days ago. I'm new to this thing and saw your the profile. Searching the net? Yeah, I saw your profile. I decided to email you because I found you attractive. I might come down to your city in a few weeks. Let me know if we can meet each other in person. I'm an attractive girl. I'm sure you won't regret it. Reply Bye, Viagra. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Well, that's a, I mean, we could set up something for lunch, maybe. <laughs> Sweet. Let me click on this link you gave me. <laughs> hey, hang on. She, she attached something here. <laughs> Let me install that program and run it. <laughs> Yeah, here's the thing. Even with spam, it's like who says surfing the net? <laughs> like you can tell, you know. I'm new. she was new to this thing. <laughs> she doesn't know. Even for spam, it's like she's uh, innocent. Leave uh, her alone. Jim Farmer wrote in and said uh, he's a first time writer, long time podcaster. So apparently, he's been making his own podcast for quite a while. Get step off our territory, Jim. <laughs> uh, he said if he had to pick an all time favorite, he's going to go with Etta James's "At Last." which was the song that Maya and I danced to at our wedding. He says, there's something about the opening strings in that song and her sultry, gravelly voice that just makes me want to run out and fall in love, go on a picnic, feel the breeze, hold my girl's hand, and gaze into her eyes. Seriously, try listening to it and not want to do those things. That's what he says. He's been too busy making podcasts. That's Jim Farmer. (laughs) All right, well, that'll do it for your your feedback. Um, A little, a few of them were inappropriate. Lon, we, you know, we didn't appreciate the attachment. Um, <laughs> I just got done downloading it. And thanks, jerk. <laughs> it appears to be some sort of virus. So, uh, With this week's editorial question of the week, here's camera. Editorial question of the week. Hey. Give us a myth you want busted or proved. So, okay, so wait. So we'll... We will actually do the experiments and not uh, submit. There may or may not be experiments yeah, involved. We'll at least pretend to. If it involves a train, <laughs> or we, we could will do just, it. We could just intellectually decide yes. whether yes. or not we'll, we could create the we'll say is it myth or fact. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think we'll create the scenario in our head and just logically come to some sort yeah, of conclusion. It's, it's a thought experiment <laughs> more than <laughs> thinking games. Now, if any of the myths have to do with uh, rooftops, trains. Or anything we do have easily accessible to us, Uh we can try to disprove them. Uh, Wall construction, painting, any of those things we can... Magazine publishing. Grammar. Yeah. We can help you out with What myths would pertain to magazine publishing? Magazine publishing is easy. No, it turns out (laughs) it's actually quite hard. (laughs) False. But yeah, I mean, if 
there are certain things that we can just reason out even if we don't have the materials to actually test them like you know will a man fit in a stroller well no he's too large you know like we I, can disagree. Figure that out. I disagree i disagree i could re- fit in a stroller yeah i reject your reality and supplant my own <laughs> well i'm just using that Kara, have you example. been given a stroller yet that we could use for our experiment <laughs> <laughs> it will most likely can, be a, can, a, can a man it. safely fit in a stroller <laughs> can, yes. can a guy that weighs about a deuce 10 <laughs> fit into that stroller and if he can can we put him into the sock zone of that train <laughs> i will tell you that that strollers are very heavy and very sturdy as i tried them out the other night i registered did you crawl in (laughs) hey i had to test it out for the safety of my child how many children can i fit in this stroller (laughs) let me see i went with the only one that i could lift really they're that and it's called metro light oh man it doesn't bode well so are they very very heavy or are you very very weak This is a myth that will um, come to us. We're going to bring in some barbells, and we're going to see how much you can curl. Yeah. Mythbusters quickly what turns the, into feats of strength. What, what are these, uh, five-pounders? No, uh, two Every and a myth half. turns into a <laughs> feat of strength. For toning, for not, tone, bulk. Not, not bulk. I, I think you could move a couch if you wanted to. Who, me? Yeah. What kind of couch are we talking If you about? needed to, I think you could move a couch. So I'm just putting that up. No, okay. I, I, I'd say, I mean, I'm confident in Kara, but some fold-up couches, like with the beds inside. With the bed, yeah, those that'd be tough. Heavy. I'm not going to say she's lifting the whole it. thing. Could she move it? I think she could. She can nudge with it. The aid of the what, if, what if no, there's... she could push it. She say there's a it. guy sleeping on the fold-out couch. And he, <laughs> say the guy he's going like He's going like a deuce and a half. Good like deuce Hobo and a half, deuce and three quarters. He's a big one. You think she could move it? And it's got a fold-out bed, remember? <laughs> Has he e- eaten dinner? <laughs> yes. Has, a hearty dinner. Is he laying on the couch, or is the, the bed, bed is folded, folded out? The bed is folded in the couch. <laughs> he's just lounging if on the, the couch. If the bed's in and he's on it, she can move it. If the bed's out, she can't. Okay, it's also been crazy glued to the floor. <laughs> mm. What about now? Can't move it's it. It's in the sun. But zone. neither could... <laughs> but neither could... A team of burly men. (laughs) Which we will have on hand next week. Kara's strength is the equivalent to a team of burly men. So the question is, (laughs) can Kara do it or can a group of burly men do it? I've actually found a group of old-timey burly men. (laughs) They have big handlebar mustaches. They have those trapezoidal weights. Yeah, they they rode here on a a bike with a giant front tire. (laughs) (laughs) One on top of, you know. They stayed after the carnival. They were Yeah, they're wearing singlets. Yeah, one guy. Singlets, that's it. It was about three bicycles, even though there's six guys, because one guy was riding on the shoulders they've with been a long spending time for in, uh, They've been spending time in the steam box, you know, <laughs> drinking raw eggs yeah. and eating steaks. Throwing anvils and such. Yeah, so they're ready. Saying things like, tell you, that's amazing, Jesse. Kara <laughs> could take them on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Whatever they could do, she could do better. What do you think, guys? Tell you, tell What I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Fold it out. Smells of salami. And every room they Something enter smells musty. Yeah, it, well, it, it smells like brute. That's <laughs> what it is. It is or, what it is. Or Stetson. Now, are we, are we describing the team of burly men or Kara? <laughs> I lose track. We go back I, and well, forth. I, Kara has never, in, in an office environment, worn a singlet. 
<laughs> and so I think we're on the group of Burley Men. She does have one of those bikes with the huge front wheel. Yeah, that's how she commutes. <laughs> and every room changer she, smells like periwinkles ever, and lily pads. And lily pads. <laughs> ever since she went green, she's been riding that bike with the huge front wheel. <laughs> <laughs> those bikes are simply more ecologically friendly. <laughs> and easier to pedal than regular yeah, bikes. Yeah, they're safer in traffic because you can see them from like half a mile away. <laughs> Is that person on some kind of ladder? No, it's just one of the bikes with the huge front wheel. <laughs> How are you going to do that when, when you have your child? Do they have care- baby seats for the big wheeled bike? Yes, I've registered for one. <laughs> They're made Very of expensive. iron. Is it is it mounted above the big wheel with you, or is it further down toward the ground so there's a Trails behind fall? the small wheel. <laughs> But ironically, the, the, it has a large wheel as well. <laughs> For, no, we can't figure out why. They, they are a little dangerous for transporting kids because they don't have brakes per se. You have a stopping pole <laughs> that you just have to jam into the ground. <laughs> you just drag your stopping pole for, for a few feet. Yeah, it takes a while. And... And since you need a ladder to get on the bike, you can't really maintain balance when it's stopped. And in order to carry the stopping pole, you kind of have to have a well, burly well, the man stopping right pole on your shoulders. Is what you balance with. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> for, but that's for the burly man on top of your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time to stop. And then he puts down the pole. That's me. My husband does not look like that at all. <laughs> Die raspberries. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're you riding it to church Sunday morning in your Easter dress. <laughs> on the wrong day. No. <laughs> and I can't turn around. <laughs> Those things have a very wide turning radius. It's like a block and a half. Yeah, you're gonna have to you have to ride around the church twice to actually turn around. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That's how hard they are to turn. Okay. Well, you 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 have to get to a, 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 a safe slowing speed. So that's the first lap. <laughs> Dragging that pole. She's not one to slow. She's one to go home. Yeah, but you change. don't want to. You can't pull a. You can't pull a hard turn on those things. They'll flip over. It's like the movie Cars. Catch on fire. You have to turn toward the, away from the direction you want to turn. Like a boat. Oh, you're drifting. You're talking about drifting. Yeah. <laughs> drifting. You don't drift the on the big wheeled bicycle. <laughs> You just close your eyes you and leave. You just fall. <laughs> yeah, you really it's a don't. long fall. It's like 10 feet to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you really don't turn on those. It's more of a lean, <laughs> a very slow lean. Uh, okay, so if you want to write in your myth for us to confirm or deny, and we'll, act, you know, this isn't all jokes. We will actually do a little research uh, on our own time. Or at least conjecture. <laughs> to, uh, Kara laughed at the idea of doing research on her own time. We have That's some, hilarious. Yeah, I have a human growing inside of me. My own time is my own time. Uh, we will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll do a little poking and prodding. We'll figure stuff out yeah. for you. We have interns. We do have in- <laughs> We have a pool of smelly interns, and they, <laughs> and after they shower, we'll do the research to figure out your myth. Yeah, we tried to get one to do a Wendy's run yesterday for get some Frosties, and he just was, he not, was not up to it. He was not having it. Yeah. He could have got a free Frosty. We, but I, it's those, I will buy if he would have fly. It's those flown. gosh darn army values yeah. of his. Yeah. He's all about work. He's all about getting the project done. I know. When well, we were moving, the day we were moving, he came to me at the end of the day. He had been given some of the hardest, most backbreaking tasks, and he came to me and says, uh, is there any other hard, dirty work you'd like me to do. <laughs> oh. And he wasn't being mean. No, he no, really, no. no that's he Scott. wanted to take the hard, dirty <laughs> he, jobs. He is a worker. 
That guy's a worker. I, I suggested getting Scott the intern his own couple of interns <laughs> to help manage he really all the tasks. Yeah. He really needs them to carry his workload. <laughs> yes, he was reminding us yesterday Let's how much work he had on his plate and he needed help with it. I'm like, wow. An intern needs an intern. Yeah. yeah. It, well, just let's give him a couple of the burly men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then They're he could send one of them research. on the frosty runs. Yeah. They or, are good at that. Well, they you, go you three only, at a time. Yeah. yeah. All three of them would go. Yeah. They would run skipping stick. rope the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. Making it very difficult to carry our frosties back. But they would balance them on the top of their bed. Yeah. They get a lot out of their workout. <laughs> Everything's a workout for them. Running back and forth, throwing a medicine ball. Between. <laughs> Maybe an alternative question would be, what's your favorite afternoon snack? Like, ours is Frosties. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, we I haven't thought actually you were had say something Frosties. About that. That. <laughs> we, we imagine. That In theory, it's a myth. Yeah. That <laughs> so if you could have anything you wanted as an afternoon snack. I would like be? somebody to confirm in a tangible sense, that Frosties are my favorite afternoon I snack. would love if and someone would And there's only one way to Only one way out. to confirm that. Yeah. That is true. We do have a different intern here today. We do. A little JBC mm. action. I'm down. It's junior Bacon. <laughs> That's what they call it in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> JBC run. That's going to get Junior Bacon cheeseburgers. It's much easier to say. With your dirty casino money. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. That's where. Uh, quick story. There's an Indian casino by my college, and uh, to to lure. Now, now, for clarification, you did go to college on a reservation. No. <laughs> oh. So that's a myth. myth <laughs> See how this works, folks? Yeah. J- just interject things that could be true or false. I'll tell you. No. <laughs> uh, before you tell this, should Kara sing the story time with Uncle Jesse song? Yes. It's story time with Uncle Jesse. That makes me think of Straw Hats. You know, and soccer suits. because I feel like this story, you know, it doesn't really have a oh, punch. Um, but I do have a story that I feel like has a little punch. Um, I could, let me just give a brief. Mm, I like punch. I'll give a brief rundown. We used to go to the Indian casino and they used to give you $5 just for walking in the door. On certain nights. Yeah, it was pajama night and you had to come in pajamas. There was. You sure that wasn't a brothel? Bunch of innocent Christian college guys going to a whorehouse on pajama night. <laughs> that that would explain some things. No, no. Well, they, they, it's completely separately. They had men's night, which you just had to be a man. <laughs> and then they had student night. How did they night. check? Huh. <laughs> That would explain some things. (laughs) (laughs) We're helping you you bring clarity to your life. Um, But anyway, they would give you $5 just for walking in. Um, Just for walking in, quote unquote. And so, you know. Doing a little dance. So, you know, you could pull $15 a week, which (laughs) for a college student is a lot of money. Better than plasma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people did sell their plasma. Back back in my day, a lot of people sold their plasma. Yeah, that was a popular thing. but anyway, after you would go to casino to get your five dollars, you just get your five dollars and walk out the door. Some people got lured in, to, but it was all machines, it was all slots and stuff. You know, those are rigged to win. So you could go, and there'd be just a bunch of dudes in pajamas hanging out at Wendy's, eating their JBCs that they bought with the five dollars. Um, but onward to a funny story. Um, I'll, try, I'll try to make <laughs> that it was point. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was in St. Augustine. And they have a large, a large fort in St. Augustine, like a historical visiting site, you know? Not like a treehouse. 
Uh, well, I'm sure somewhere they do, but this was a like a fort that the Spaniards had built um, back in you know hundreds of years ago. And it's a big tourist kind of attraction, and you go, and it was like the oldest fort in the U.S. Yeah, and it's actually the the longest, the oldest city in America. They say so. It's a really cool, you know, kind of sightseeing thing. And there's lots of people milling around because it's a Saturday, just beautiful day. And it's right on the water. And I see this one kind of strange guy, and he's just sitting there, and he's got dreadlocks, and he's just looking over the water, you know? And, uh, you know, and it's kind of, you know, there's like old-time reenactors with muskets walking around. So it's kind of, a, kind of a weird but cool scene. But I see this one guy, and he's just staring over the water. And for some reason in my mind, I knew that something weird was, was up with this guy, you know? And there is people walking just feet from him, you know? And so I'm thinking, well, obviously he's not disturbed or anything because there's people walking all around. Well, I get kind of... What cl- if they don't have a radar like you do? Yeah, exactly. Because in, in a, a moment later, I'm walking by. He turns around and looks me dead in the eye, okay? <laughs> and I'm thinking, out of all the people here, why does he decide to make <laughs> eye contact with me? And if you could ask me, like... <laughs> You know, if you said you could ask, you could have a hundred choices of this guy, that weird guy is going to look at you and yell one word. <laughs> if you can guess a hundred times what the he word's going to be, word. what would the word be? I would never guess it. He looked right at me mm-hmm. and with like this intense fire, he goes, <laughs> Condoleezza. And after he says it, Condoleezza. Okay. Orange alert. After he says it, he just looks at me for a second to gauge my response. And of course, I'm completely dumbfounded. Like, what? You're supposed to say rice. It's like Marco Polo. Yeah, shit is gone. Rise, but he did. But he didn't say it. He didn't say it. Anger. It wasn't like anger. It was like Paul Revere. Like you know, it was like Condoleezza, just like that. Sing song. I think Kara is correct on this one. I should have just yelled rice. But then he kind of looked at me for a minute. You know, like did you get it? You know, and I'm I'm just dumbfounded. He turns and looks at the sea. And, and it's over. <laughs> and I come back later, he's still standing there, people milling around, not that one peep. bizarre. Not one peep. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I've laid in bed at night thinking, what did it mean? You were haunted. You're supposed to say rice. She's dead on. It was and a he would have tagged you and you would have been it. He would have jumped into the sea. <laughs> I would I would have... <laughs> I would have got this glazed look on my face, and I would have stood there, and he would have just walked off like a normal guy, and, and I would then, have became that weird. Yeah. Guy. Oh, yeah. Then you have to turn around. Yeah, it would have transferred. And the cycle continues. Yeah. It's true, but it was just bizarre, you know. Like I thought, why me? Why Condoleezza? You know, I so. Okay, so the editorial question of the week is: send in a myth or. What was your alternate? Your favorite afternoon snack. Favorite afternoon snack. Actually send in your favorite afternoon (laughs) snack. Because we would like to We will try them and tell tell you whether or not it is your favorite. uh, Editorial editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com. Or if you're going to send in your favorite afternoon snack, it's 1220... Alden Road, Orlando, Florida, 32803. That's the new address. Non-perishables ALDN. only, please. Uh, many thanks to Matt Wirtz for coming through. Again, you can check him out at mattwirtz.com, or you can uh, pick up his new album at bookstores everywhere. Next week, we have the first group to actually play here in the new studio. Uh, it's a new group called After Edmund, and they will be with us, so make sure to tune in for that. All right, well, that'll do it for this week's podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Kara Davis. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Jesse Carey. We'll see you next week.
Condoleezza! <laughs>